1,100 hours. I followed your orders to the minute. I changed that time to 0945. No one told me, sir. I telephoned. I'm quartered with a family that has no telephone. And sent a runner. No runner found me, Captain. Irregardless, when given a task to perform by a ranking officer, you should have delegated. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And now we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, always, <laughs> I should not take time off. That's the problem. Um, had some technical glitches, so the show that w- should have started 10 minutes ago is starting now, um, which is fine. But I'm glad to have you with me. Welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And if you'd like to join us... Uh, there are many ways that you can do that. You can email me at radioairregardless at gmail.com. You can Skype uh, at radio.irregardless. And you can call uh, with a phone. How uh, 90s. Uh, 978-219-9294. Uh, and that's the hotline. And you can uh, at least leave a message. And later in the broadcast, I'll be checking those. So uh, everyone can hear the sound of my voice. I can see my levels, and people are now responding. That's very nice. It's good. It's been a couple... Yes, we don't need no stinking glitches. It's always the same way. Uh, But it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks, and I missed you guys. I did. I missed doing the broadcast. I've been busy. And last week, believe me, I would have rather been uh, on air. Uh, That's not true. I was up at... um, in Meredith, New Hampshire, at um, Hart's Turkey Farm, uh, where I got turkey chili, and I got a Caesar salad with roasted turkey. It was both uh, white meat and dark meat, with no skin. Uh, and <laughs> that's how I went on stage. I go, oh, it's Turkey Farm. It it kind of looked like, um, the room itself looked like it was like my grandparents' basement. It was like... Half wallpaper. Yeah, it was dark meat. What's up, man? Dark meat. You got a problem with dark meat? Um, <laughs> so, but the restaurant, was it's, it was fantastic food. It was great, and the staff was great, and the audience was wonderful. Um, but I kind of goofed on the room a little bit. It did definitely look like it was, you know, a little aged, but that's fine. Um, so if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, and you'd like to live chat, by all means, click the, uh, the stereo speaker box, and it will shoot you to our broadcasting site, mixler.com, that is M-I-X-L-R.com, and you can then sign in using a, um, <laughs> they, oh, 
Then they open faced turkey. I don't know what that means. They open faced turkey me. Then they open faced turkey you. Yes, I guess that's what it means. Um, but you can click that box and you can be sent to Mixler where you can live chat. You just sign in using your Facebook address. And uh, then you can talk to us live. And that's what we try to do. We like doing the show live because it's, um, it's like old-time radio. And that's what we try to do. And speaking of old-time radio, let's not waste any time. Let's do the Happening Now monologue. What do you say? Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past that. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So soon, it's here right now. And welcome to the Happening Now monologue, where I get to rant a little bit about some things. I actually went for physicals today, and I was rubbing my arm, and I've got a huge, uh, looks like I'm a, you know, gimme drugs, I'm a big heroin fiend right now. Uh, a couple people may get that gimme drugs, gimme drug reference. Oh, my brother was on, and now he's gone. That makes sense. But a couple things I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm kind of a geek, uh, uh, as we've discovered on a few shows. Today, and I believe it's today, is the 75th anniversary of Batman. 75. Batman's 75 years old. And God, does he look good. So as a special treat, I decided to help with the Batman theme song because I don't like a lot of DC. I mean, Batman Superman is like the only thing. Green Lantern, not overly, you know, Green Arrow and Flash and Wonder Woman. I won't respect the Justice League because Wonder Woman can fucking fly now, which that just happened. And don't even get me started on Thor being a woman. Let's just move on. Uh, let's uh, let's do a little Batman trivia. What do you say? <laughs> Yeah. Everybody, sing it with me. Come on, you know it. Who doesn't love this song? That's right, and I should have started with the smart joke. For those of you who are um, chemical awareness, 16 sodium molecules walk into a bar, and Batman follows them. And that would be na-na, na-na, the sodium uh, molecule, or the sodium atom is um, an A, so it's na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, Batman, as you know. So I figured I would do that. There are a bunch of actors who actually played Batman, and I didn't even know this. Of course, we're we're all familiar with Christian Bale, uh, probably one of the best Batmans. Uh, you know the Batman chain, the Batman franchise reinvented uh, based on Chris Mul- <laughs> Stop it. Based on the Chris Nolan new chain, which is amazing, and uh, you know Ben Affleck has not played it yet. Oh my God, we'll see what happens. Um, But let's go in reverse order and see if you guys know. Um, Before Christian Bale, does anyone know who played Batman? Do you? His suit had nipples. (laughs) That's right. Jorge Clooney. That's right. George Clooney. Correct. George Clooney. And before George Clooney... There was, of course, one of my favorite actors, and all of a sudden, I don't know what he ate, but he bloated up something fierce. Uh, that was just, yes, of course, a Val Kilmer. 
and before him, the Tim Burton version, which uh, spawned uh, two very good movies, uh, Batman and Batman uh, Returns, um, of course, with Tim Burton directing those. Uh, that was Michael Keaton, yes. And of course, the original, which the series was uh, based on, um, Adam West, of course, the epitome of Batman. But before Batman, before Adam West, there was a gentleman called Robert Lowry who played Batman. And he did some voice, and he did, uh, he played Batman for a TV show. It was in the 50s. It was before that, it was very 50s. And he, they, it was very short lived. And then before that, Louis G. Wilson played the original Batman on television. Now, that goes all the way back to, you know, that's the late 50s, and so that's the whole chain of the actors who played Batman. But if you're more like me and remember Batman, the cartoony Batman, not just from the TV show, um, <laughs> epitome, yes, I don't, it does mean what I think it means, yes. Um, the Batman I remember was, of course, the Super Friends, meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, <laughs> which, which sounded like, you know, uh, what's his name? And now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Ted Lou, uh, Ted Baxter, uh, who was actually in Too Close for Comfort. I can name all the shows he was in. I just can't name the actor because I'm drawing a blank and I didn't do research on it. Ted Knight. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, but the Batman voice, the guy who did Batman on the TV show was Olin Soul. S O U L E or Saul. It's probably Soul. Al Oland Sowell, who was actually in North by Northwest, and he did all that stuff, which was really cool. And then the new um, Batman voice was by uh, Kevin Conroy, who's done most of the, the animated ones. Uh, some of the movies they've actually changed and started some, uh, some different, uh, they feature different actors. But those are the, the more renowned uh, or well-known Batman, shall we say. So that's it. And I could play the Batman theme again, but uh, John Keating just came in. John's a big Batman guy. He's a big, big comic book guy. Yeah, it's, it's a concessionaire. Uh, and John loves the Batman. He's the Batman. And I was going to go through all the things going, everybody's saying, I'm Batman. And uh, why so serious? I was going to do all that. But I figured let's just highlight on the Batman, on the Batman. And we won't talk about the bat flack coming up because <laughs> nobody needs that kind of flack. Um, also in the uh, the happening now monologue, this Saturday is a very special day for me. I actually do not have a show coming up, which is kind of weird because it is a Saturday night. Um, but this Saturday is my 24th year as a stand-up, consistent stand-up, 24 years. And I hope that I can just kind of run around and try to do a set, maybe stop by the Kowloon or Giggles or both. Or maybe even zip into Boston or see who's got a last-minute gig. And, you know, I like to perform on the anniversary just because it's a it's thing. And uh, I actually have my first set. I don't know if I have it online. I was going to play it. But eh, maybe I'll get a hold of it during the break. But you don't need to eat that. And what was I doing the week off? I already went over that. And the other thing that I actually was working on today is I have actually written some short stories. Some very short stories. They're about six minutes long, short ones. Um, yes, uh, go where Dapper Dan was now is TJ Maxx. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, perform at the ladies' uh, shoe section. <laughs> That'd be great. 
I was here in 90 when this was a greenhouse that had food that was bad. Um, so, but uh, I've, been I've written a few short stories, and uh, I'm actually putting them to narration. I hired a couple actors, and uh, the young man who actually does the theme song or who um, composed the theme song to Radio Regardless, which is uh, my wife's nephew, uh, he's actually working with his sister, uh, my wife's niece. <laughs> so in case you were following the family chain, uh, they're actually going to be creating some music scoring the narrative, if you will. And that's coming up uh, for our one year anniversary, which is only a few weeks away. I'm very excited. Very excited about that. So that has been the uh, happening now monologue. And now we move on to the next section, which coincidentally, when we move into our year, I can't do this anymore because I'm going to go over the same movies. So let's enjoy it while we can. Let's, let's hear about this week in movie history. What do you think? That's so anticlimactic when it stops. This week in movie history, uh, where I, I kind of highlight some uh, famous things that have happened in movie, both both uh, are all in past, present, and future. On this week in 1797, John Quincy Adams marries Louisa Johnson uh, in London, England. And that was from the movie Amistad. And if you guys uh, want a quick laugh on the break, you can actually go to a YouTube video I did where I played John Quincy Adams. Uh, and he was drunk, which is actually very funny. I was reminded of it uh, this past Sunday. This week in 1878, the assistant marshal, Wyatt or Earp, trades shots with a band of drunken cowboys, fatally wounding one of them in Dodge City. Does anyone know that one? Do you know that one? That was Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Yeah, I know it. I always, that's why I love the 20th Century Fox. That's why I mixed it with MGM and uh, Universal. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this week in uh, 1985, Glenn Gulia cheats on Julia Sullivan in Richfield, New Jersey. See if you guys know that movie. It was Glenn Gulia <laughs> cheats on Julia Sullivan. That was his. Yes, Julia Gulia. <laughs> All right. In this week in 1991, cannibal and serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer is caught. Who remembers that? I do. Um, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That was from the movie Dahmer. And it was actually real life as well. Here you go. Here's another, uh, uh, speaking of Batman, here's a little superhero action for you. In this week in 2004, in the director's cut, Matt Murdock meets up with Electra Nachios at the Black and White Ball at the Grand Hotel. Bullseye kills her father. Nicholas Nachios. Electra believes Daredevil is responsible. <laughs> yeah, I it's, it's fucking it was a bad movie. It could have been done so Colin Farrell saved that movie as much as he can save a movie. Uh, this week in 2009, Michael Booth offers Machete $150,000 to kill Senator McLaughlin. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> that was, uh, let's see. 
That was machete, obviously. Scoop a chunk, scoop it. And this is just for Paul. And this week, in 2327, Jean-Luc Picard graduates from Starfleet Academy in San Francisco, California, according to Star Trek Generations. That's it. So that is this week in movie history. So, ladies and gentlemen, since we've got a bunch of listeners and we like to play some of the games, which these these are fun, I'm actually going to do this. Um, before I do the games, uh, let me see. Which did, oh, I am going to do Stop Yelling Me. Oh, I love Stop Yelling at Me. Did we play this before? Fuck shit! Nope, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you are about to play uh, <laughs> this game. I still love that intro. It's Stop Yelling Me, where I play five clips in continuous order, and you then must write them all in. Just the movies, not the actors, not the characters, none of that. It's quick. It's like a speed round, a quick thing, and that's the only game we're going to play, and then I'm going to try something else with you guys. But I'm going to play it. Now, the key to winning this is to write all the movies down in one spot you can't put them down individually because then i can't keep track of them so if you put down all five movies in your little chat uh then you can then you might be able to win yes here we go are you guys ready crack them knuckles here it comes let's play stop yelling at me You've captured their stunt doubles! My career is over. I am making a horse's asses of myself in. Where are you? Here. <laughs> a lot of these uh, references are overlapping. So if you if you know them, I will play them again. Oh, not that one. That's the intro. Stop playing the intro, Mark. Let's just play. Here we go again. Fuck shit, cock ass, titties, butter, bitch, muff, pussy, shot, butt, hub, That's one. You've captured their stunt doubles. Two. My career is over. I am making a horse's asses of myself in. Three. Four. Where are you? Five. Here. <laughs> First one to get them all right. See if you know it. <laughs> they're all... They're either going to come back to haunt us or they're, they're involved in everything. Uh, so here we go. Who knows them? Paul, you might know them. Did I have to? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm still. I'm broadcasting live. So there we go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, John, you got to put them all at once. Otherwise, people are going to like John's. Oh, there we go. See, that's what happens. What? You okay. So John got one. Paul got one. Uh, John got two. Paul got two. Young Frankenstein is not correct. Frankenstein is not correct. And Josh, since you're on, you can play as well. Karen, you can play if you know the movies. Want to try it again? Do you want to try it again? Uh, let's see. Copy. There we go. Uh, da, 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 try it again. Fuck shit, cock ass, titties, butter, bitch, muff, pussy, shot, butt, hub, barber, dice captured their stunt doubles my career is this over i am making yes. a horse's assets of myself in. <laughs> where are you 
Well, you're mostly right. It is South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, Spaceballs. It's not Young Frankenstein, but it is a Richard Dreyfuss movie, which Paul just wrote. Goodbye, girl, it is. Uh, Funny girl. No, it's Goodbye, girl, um, which is a Neil Simon play. Uh, So let's see. So, so far, Paul's in the lead. Paul's in the lead with um, South Park. Uh, South Park. Why am I drawing a blank on this? I'm having wicked deja vu right now. Um, South Park, Spaceballs, Goodbye Girl, Goodbye Girl. Anyone? Squirrel. <laughs> Nothing. Karen, you'll get that. Squirrel. <laughs> Come on. Really? Come on. Squirrel. I'll give you a hint. Up. Yes, it is up. There you go, Karen. It is up. And the last one. Where are you? Here. (laughs) I just did the whole thing on the 75th anniversary of this character. Come on. Really? Fuck shit. Here. 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 (laughs) Nobody? Batman Begins. Ah, the audience is a little sluggish. A little sluggish. But I forgive you. I do. I forgive you. There must be a delay. There always is a delay. That's why I love it. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Now we're not going to play a game. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to feed you guys something. There is a bunch of things. uh, That uh, that have been bothering me. Uh, Not bothering me per se, but... Things that, uh, like, I do this. And, uh, you know, so I'm just going to play it. Hey, let's just all listen to... We are offering a free sample. Take the challenge today. Take the challenge. Why not? Up. Oh, nope. 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 Technically not proficient. That's the way it works. It's the free sample game where I play a song that everybody knows and loves. And then explain to you that it was not their creation they have stolen it by sampling another song and that's how it all comes to be so that being said our first song you may have noticed when i said um uh when i played the clips south park south park bigger longer uncut and one of the swears he actually said was barbara streisand barbara streisand Now, I don't know if you guys know this song. It was a club song come out a few years ago by the group Duck Sauce. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it was a big hit in the gay clubs. Matter of fact, at my wedding, I was dancing around because I requested this song. And a lot of Karen's friends from New York that are gay would come up Barbara to me and Streisand. said, How did you how do you know this song? Because <laughs> I was a big fan of the song. But that is a song called Barbara Streisand by Dexas. But now, I don't know if you're overly familiar, but they actually stole that song. They clipped it, borrowed it. They just sabotaged it. So the original song was actually by Boney M called Gotta Get Home. Sounds like exactly the same song. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> See? Barbara 
Oh. Who doesn't love those uh, Jamaican... What are those? The, the drum. Jamaican drum. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> this song is like six minutes long. I'm not even making it up. And I just have the whole song. Keeps going. Steel drum. I want to go roller skating. All right, that's enough of that. So <laughs> when you take the two songs and put them together, as I always do, you the Barbara Streisand by Duck Sauce and the Gotta Go Home by Boney M, if you put them together, you mash them up, it is Go Home Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. And that's it. So that's just the first one. You guys, uh, you guys might remember this song. That is Miss Mariah Carey, uh, or Mrs. I think she's Mrs. But she just goes by Mariah Carey. That is Heartbreaker. I believe that came out in the late '90s or maybe the early 2000s. But you're like, oh, is that Jay-Z in there? Here it comes, Jay-Z. What? Jay-Z just, uh, he was about to say something, and then I said, shut up, Jay-Z. Um, but she did not write that song, even though she might have written the lyrics for it. She did not write the music, because the music was actually originally by a woman named Stacy Lattisaw. It was Attack of the Name Game. Oh, this was like 83. Oh, shit, this is my jam. Come on, sing it. Heck of the name game. Now, I know you remember it. Yeah, feel free to dance. That's it. I was walking down the street, keeping time with my feet when I heard the strangest sound. I saw a spaceship scene and a man in green and a crowd was gathered. So that's Attack of the Name Game, uh, which originally, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, that was uh, the name game was uh, by uh, Shirley. Remember this song? Yeah. The name game. It was by Shirley Ellis. Shirley. So the the attack of the name game is based on the name game by Shirley Ellis. But when you take the Heartbreaker song by Mariah Carey and attack of the name game by Stacey Lattisall, you put them together and it's the heart attack name game. (laughs) The heart attack name game. (laughs) 
I'm having fun, John. You don't have to understand. Just, yeah, go run with it. Flow with it. Uh, oh, shit. That's my jam, baby. You done put, you done pissed off Reggie now. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans banned Bomb Pearl Harbor? Very funny. So that is the heart attack name game. Uh, and we only got a couple more. But these are interesting to me because they're sampled and I, I just, people don't write anything anymore. You remember this song then? Of course. By Madonna. Madonna. And I know you already know how, who she sampled it from. I know you do. You have to. She didn't even didn't even change it. <laughs> Doctor Who, exactly. Yeah, she sampled it from Doctor Who. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Yes, Karen actually got it. They sampled it from "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme" by ABBA. Say it doesn't even sound different. Like at least have the decency to change it. Yes. Oh, I I don't have the the voice modulator. I don't have it. Maybe on the commercial I'll get to it. <laughs> Half past twelve. <laughs> Exterminate! Exterminate, Emma! <laughs> we must kill all the Swedish rock groups. There are. <laughs> anyway, when you take the two songs and you put them together, the Hung Up song by Madonna and Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by Abba, you got Hung Gimme Up. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I'm Batman. And that's how that works. Now, I know you guys are super familiar with this song. It is almost, it's not almost brand new, but it's been out for a little bit. It's this one. Yep. Everybody talk dirty to me. Okay, that's Jason Derulo, talk dirty. But he did not write that. No, he did not. He actually stole that from the Balkan beatbox Hermetico. <laughs> it's the, it's the same fucking song. They don't even bother to change anything. At least change it a little bit, reinvent it. Here we go. Here we go. 
up your clapping hands and pay attention From the Middle East to the open nations We come and sweep to your ear, no complications As yell, like yell, come on, give me some up all right, that goes on for another four and a half minutes, so I won't kill you with it. But when you put them together, Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo and Hermetico by the Balkan Beatbox, you get Talk Dirty, Hermetico. Here we go, go. That's how they mix up together. So, and finally, our last one, which is a brand new song uh, that I just heard today. And I was like, oh my God, it's brand new. Um, it's a woman called Megan Trainer. And John, since you're on the West Coast, you're more apt to hear newer music than we are because uh, that's the, the music capital with uh, Capitol Records out there. And a lot of uh, acts start, music tends to go from the West to the East like weather. Um, but this song, I just, somebody put out a video today. It's all about that bass by Megan Trainer. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Boom. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two. And she's kind of a chunky girl, and the video is about not being super thin. I get it. <laughs> yes. So that is her, and and I'll play it to the end. There you go. You can hear it. Oh, you can hear it. Hear it. Now, some of you may actually recognize where that little, that ending part is from, but it's actually by Benny King, Spanish Harlem. She just lifted the riff. There is a frozen Spanish omelette. <laughs> it's an old, it's an old song. So when you put them together, it's all about the Spanish Harlem. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're about to take our first break. And when we come back, yes, you made it. Oh, there's Kim Santo. Better late than ever. And you can listen to some of the replay because we had some fun stuff going on. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And when we come back, you are going to hear my very funny, brand new comedy gunslinger to the area, Mr. Josh Solo. Yeah, Mr. Josh Solo. We will be right back.
on this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors. The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book. Yabba Dabba Do's, and Do Nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors. The Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, Spice, and Not Everything Nice. Feltman and uh, there's no reality TV on worth watching on Wednesday night, so uh, listen to radio irregardless with Mark Scalia. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978 219 9294. And we're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype on the tablet is Mr. Josh Solo. Josh, say hi to my listening audience, would you? Hello, Radio Irregardless. Josh Solo here. <laughs> That's What's going on? There's like six of them. Don't worry about it. I, <laughs> I, I can see that. <laughs> well, there's, uh, the, there's just uh, five listening uh, via Mixler, but there are others. There's always... Always others. So, Josh, tell my listening audience who you are, what you do. Tell us about you. You are new to the comedy, the comedy scene, fairly new, correct? I am. This is. I'm going to my second year now. Um, I just started, kind of as a oh god, I'm coming up on thirty. I need to start doing something with my life type of deal. And I had always had a knack for telling stories and talking to people and just being funny and charming. So I decided to start honing it. And it's grown into a YouTube channel and a little guerrilla reporting as of this past week. Yes, um, I wanted to bring that up in a moment. Yeah, Go ahead, finish, finish. Um, I've uh, I, by day I manage an Arby's, um, and but I recently <laughs> had a really good job interview and got a uh, job offered to me at Sears so as a uh, service technician, which is something I've wanted to pursue. I've always been into cars too, so. So you're gonna you're gonna go from making RV burgers to f- fixing cars? Well, actually, I'm just the guy that writes you up and uh, writes write down what's wrong with your car oh, okay. with your car and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you're qualified to fix cars because you used to make. Believe it or not, I have 15 years of do-it-yourself work as a shady tree mechanic. A, a, a shady tree. Shady, you know, I work under in a car under a shady tree. Oh, we had, yeah, we called them shady trees for different reasons. I grew up in Chelsea, man. Shady tree was somebody trying to sell you some shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, up here in New Hampshire, shady's trees are just surrounding you constantly. If you don't have a garage, you're under a tree. (laughs) We used to call them back alleys. You know, the garage, Uh, the street mechanic, we used to call them. So. So you're coming up on your second year, and I actually uh, just posted to everybody with your uh, your name, your YouTube uh, website, your Facebook, your Twitter, and your website, which I have not visited yet, but you had told me don't go because it's 
it's it's from 1995 it's 1995 um and it's still using bots i think apparently and there's no there's no analytics whatsoever it it actually actually your page your page actually looks like it's not even under construction it just it just looks like it's not supposed to be it looks like you know what it looks like it looks like when you hit a bad website when it goes you know <laughs> error 504 that's what your website looks like yeah yep yeah, that's basically me yep i'm like wow. i just need somebody to park it here for now until i have the time and the resources to devote to that that's fine <laughs> well you know i was uh i had christian uh christian seltman uh and she's fairly near the comedy you know i've been doing about four or five years and uh jesse um uh, Jesse, newer. He, I mean, Jesse's been doing it for like you know, again, two, three years, and they don't even have websites. Like nobody does websites anymore. I, I, I don't see why not. Especially if I can snag my name, it's easier to remember. You just pop it in, it brings you there. Yeah. What now? The thing is, your name is actually not Josh Solo. I don't no, wanna, I don't want to um, give away the secret, but I actually found out that you're committing a fraud, sir. <gasps> oh, oh, you're a uh, fake. It was, it, it you're was a, a long-time nickname. A charlatan. <laughs> I know, right? You've been uh, sampling somebody else's work again, haven't you? Uh, no. And what is your... Uh, now, you go... Solo is your nickname, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. It is Barcelo. Barcelo. Yeah. So you've already gone by, you know, nickname. It's like, well, my nickname has always been Buddy, but I don't want to... That's not a good fucking nickname for me. <laughs> so it's not gonna yeah, I, I always thought Josh Solo was very marketable, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's solo. Uh, you think of Han Solo. You think of Solo Cup. I mean, it's you know Solo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you know, doing a solo. You know. Yeah. You're, you're a, I've you're, always been known for doing those. <laughs> you're a bounty hunter that's dressed in red. That's what you are. Yeah. And, uh, you, and you go to and you go to keg parties. That's what you do. Oh, those are my those are my old days. The keg parties are behind me. <laughs> So how's it? How's it now? Comedy is completely different because I'm going to be celebrating my twenty, ugh, my twenty fourth anniversary on Saturday, and you're just coming up on your second, which is, you know, I can't even imagine what's that like. How's it been? How's the first year been for you? The first year was rough, I will say. A lot of uh, blank stares and and quiet rooms, and a lot of just comics in a room, and just have to just powering through it. So it it was kind of trial by fire. Yeah, no, I remember those and, days. I remember oh, those at all. It was completely, we used to just tell jokes to tables and chairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have those those nights too, but it's generally the other comics sitting around and waiting for their turn on stage. So at least might get a chuckle here and there. And a lot of the rooms that you're playing now, you're doing. Are you doing a lot of weekend rooms or weekday wor- rooms or weekday both? work? Unfortunately, okay. well, that's fine. I mean, you know, there. I don't. There are some showcases on uh, on weekends. I have been trying to get into those. Unfortunately, with my current career in Arby's, it's been quite <laughs> restrictive because uh, that's when I get my hours, and I take my hours off during the week to work on my channel and work on my work, getting good over at Murphy's Tap Room and stuff like that. But I have had really good nights too, so with packed rooms and done really killer. So th- those are the shows that keep me going. Good, good. And the other thing I was going to ask you, uh, you just uh, you said Arby's. Yeah, I just had a total senior moment for a second. Oh, it's John Kitty says I remember those days too. It's called Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's completely different now uh, to work and you know to try to get work on the weekends and, and all that. And um, I mean, I just as as far as and just to let you know, I mean, I've been doing it a long time, 
But Murphy's Tap Room is one of the rooms that I'm actually coming up to do. Um, it's I, nice when it's packed. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know anything about it. And they're like, you know, they they talk to me like they don't know me because they don't. And, you know, they're like, well, if you want to come up, it's you can do six minutes. <laughs> And I yeah, went. exactly. That, that's the other thing is it's only five minutes per comic. So <laughs> it, it, it lets me tell a few new jokes and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So the, the other thing you mentioned, the YouTube channel, which you've got tons of video on there. And yep. there's, a, there's a video that you just posted fairly recently. Love it if you tell the, the listening audience about your latest um, uh, live, uh, <laughs> live capture, should I say, video? <laughs> um my i i happened to be coming out of a haircut and was stopped at a red light to take a left turn there's a the car in the front which was the suspect there was a car behind him which turned out to be an undercover officer a car a car than me Uh and i see the suv supervisor for the milford police department come pulling into the middle of the intersection and i see him getting out of the vehicle and my instinct is reach for my camera and start videoing. <laughs> See, and, you, you know these fucking young guys. I'd be like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nope. I, I actually fought the urge to go further into the footage because if you look on my channel, I'm used to being next to guns shooting and stuff like that. It wouldn't have bothered me at all. Well, they are. They're pointed at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a difference when they're pointed at you, but yeah. I wasn't the one being pointed at, so I didn't mind. <laughs> Well, this now this guy was he was uh, he robbed somewhere and they the cops pulled him over because I watched some of the video and he robbed a citizen's bank. Uh, good, good. I don't I don't have money with them, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> was he armed? He was, and he had his six year old child in the car. What? Yeah. What was the yeah. was the kid driving? No, luckily, no. He was the driver, and uh, I got a full video of the takedown. So, you know, I watched the video, and then it says your name, and you know, credited yep. by you know all this stuff. And I'm thinking, this guy's gonna get out eventually, Josh. <laughs> you know what? Um, if you watch some of my other videos with how proficient I am with a gun, he would think twice about it. If you looked at my other channel. <laughs> No, and I've seen that, and uh, you're firing a, firing quite the guns out there. Now, what are the what are the weapons that you're shooting? Because I love uh, guns. I love me the uh, the bolt action you saw was my personal weapon. That's a Mossberg 270. That's a deer hunting rifle. It's one of the fastest rounds out there. It's a oh, great. Hold gun. on, hold on. You mean it's a quote unquote deer hunting rifle, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no. I, I, it's actually taken down a white deer before a white tail before. Were you racist? <laughs> No, not at all. No. <laughs> just against deer. Just the you know, one double ACP coming at you. He shot me a white deer. Anyway. Uh, so you uh, shoot, so you hunt deer. Yep, I've done that a, a couple of times. And you, and, you eat uh, what you kill, right? Uh, I eat to kill, yep. Good. Of course, pack a freezer. Pack good. a freezer, dude. It's well worth the savings at the grocery store, too. That's it. I love venison. Oh, I love Oh, venison. dude, jerky venison and steak. Oh, mm. Give me some of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely a kid from New Hampshire. You one, know? Of the, uh, one of the listeners want to know if you have ever shot out of a clock tower. <laughs> I have not. Okay. A moving, just... ve- uh, a moving vehicle once or twice, but never a clock tower. All right. Now, you know, the FCC can still regulate the internet, so watch what you say. <laughs> Because <laughs> they'll be like, they already know who you are. You film for the fucking Manchester. 
police. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I actually I gave him some praise too. Oh, Bambi is weeping. Come on, Kim. Have you ever had deer? It's awesome. Besides, not, we got to kill them, otherwise they'll starve to death. And do you want Bambi starving, or would you rather just blam? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier and quicker. <laughs> right. Besides, you're not killing Bambi. You're killing. No, no. I'm well, killing Bambi's actually, dad. Well, well, Gamp, yeah, well. Eventually, Bambi was a boy, so you got to kill Bambi. All right. Yeah. What else do you kill and eat? <laughs> um, like I don't kill and eat phone. much else, actually. And I've only gotten one deer before in my life, and it was with the help of a good friend's dad. So I, I, I got to give him credit too. Um, it, it was my first expedition. So very cool. You you ever, you don't shoot rabbits or uh, squirrels? Squirrel! I shot one <laughs> rabbit once when I was like twelve with a BB gun, and I felt so bad about it. And because I didn't eat it, I never did it again. So. Oh. Yeah, see, we uh, I used to go. There was a guy in New uh, that we would go up to New Hampshire, and he would shoot stuff, and uh, he would shoot squirrels. And I'm like, dude, what are you shooting a squirrel for? He goes, well, you can eat a squirrel. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you can. So he killed a squirrel, and he cleaned it, and basically he cooked it. You know, I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> it's it's just a healthy tree rat. That's all it is. I, I I can see. I, I bet you some of them are pretty have some pretty good muscle in them too. Yeah, well they're fat. We had a squirrel living in my house, motherfucker. I was gonna shoot that <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, and you know something, John 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 Keating says trophy hunters pissed me off, but you know something, that fucking rat was in my house, and I would have shot him, and I would have stuffed his ass, and I, that it would have been on display. That's what I would have done. <laughs> you know, when they're that big of an irritant, you know, occasionally I can condone that. <laughs> mm. And Paula, of course, asks, uh, Sue rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I ain't going to eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Josh, uh, now, uh, now you do the YouTube thing and you, you do the stand-up thing and you do, <laughs> I want to say you do the Arby's thing, but you're moving on. You're moving on from the Arby's. And stuff like that. So tell us about a little bit um, your stand-up. Like, what's your style? And I hate when people ask me the question, uh, but I figure I got to ask you because maybe you found it or maybe you haven't. Um, what I, is your style of, uh, of comedy? Or do you have my one? My style is I just try to be almost autobiographical, um, just what I, how I see the world, how I interact with the world, so, yeah. um, and how the world's interacted with me. That, that's basically my stand-up right there in a nutshell okay is uh how i deal with going through life like um I, I'm, I'm bisexual and i'm openly bisexual and i talk about how i had to grow up with that and how i kind of discovered that in the most unusual setting and um <laughs> later on had to come to accept it and i'm still kind of working on that part but i have quite a few jokes out of that already the the uh, <laughs> it reminds me the joke that you do I think is about camp. Camp? No, that's actually not me. No, no, the joke where you talk about uh, they sent him to Bible camp because they thought he was gay or something. Oh no, no, we were in a Bible study. I'm sorry. Right, the Bible yeah. study. I just... Bible study. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. Um, my, my joke is uh... good research, by the way. I did so. I just let you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm no, just... you, you, you. Once you, once you connected a little bit more, I'm just, I, I'm just I, waiting I for it. the listeners to go. Nice, nice research on your guest asshole. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> um. He, uh, okay, the joke goes, um, so uh, I ended up banging half the girls in the group. And about this time, I discovered I like to play for both teams. Uh-huh. Now, there's this kid there, and he burned brighter than Moses's bush. I don't know what he was doing in a Bible study group. <laughs> I think his parents sent him there to pray the gay away. 
He was on his knees, and I was saying, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. But no one was praying. <laughs> and then depending on the audience response, sometimes I'll go, oh, come on. That was the money shot. Oh, no. But yes, Jews and Gentiles, Paul said. You're playing for both teams. <laughs> actually, uh, a good friend of mine who's passed. Kevin Knox actually had a great joke. He goes, he goes, I don't, he goes, I don't have a problem with gay people. I don't have a problem with straight people. He goes, it's bisexuals that piss me off. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I hate you. He goes, pick a team, shirts or skins. Nobody gets to fuck everybody. <laughs> you do if you're Josh Solo. No, Josh Solo. So that's what he's doing. Oh, sorry. I couldn't, couldn't help myself on that one. I have heard that one before. So being being it uh, a year, I mean, is it is it become different for you now? I mean, w- since you've now acclimated to a year of it, is the are the shows different? Have you become different? Is writing different, or you just kind of? It seems like it's just evolving a little slower or faster because I I barely remember my first year. It was so so fast. So I'm help help me to remember what it's like to to be a virgin I, again. <laughs> I just uh, I I write. What what I come up with if it, if me and my girlfriend are sitting here we find or my fiance I should say we're sitting here we find it funny what what, what? hold what hold the phone hold the phone now you're, you're bisexual but yeah. you have a, a a female fiance yes is that difficult you got to explain to me is that a difficult thing I I've always had more of a emotional attraction to women. Okay. If you if you can understand the difference, like I, do. I can have fun with a guy, but it's hard for me to form the emotional bond. Okay, I get it. I'm gonna give the listeners because we're on a delay. I want to give the listeners a chance to catch up to that because there's a lot. I mean, uh, most of everybody. I mean, my wife is online. Uh, <laughs> we just became Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute of it. Anyway. <laughs> No, it's um so I understand. So you you chose to go uh to get married or become engaged to a, a woman. Yes. Okay. Now, was that going to I would I I've never had the opportunity to ask this question. Okay. Do you ever feel that you could like I'm married to a woman, but yeah. if there was another woman that I was attracted to, I might or I have the ability to have my eyes wander. Um, but whether something would happen about something that is completely different because people cheat all the time and that's the, that, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. that's but, a different story. <laughs> but people tend to think, well, I'm bisexual. They kind of gravitate more toward a sexual thing anyway. So how does that work? Do you just say it's just like any other choice? You just it, say it this is, is just my like choice? any other choice. Okay. And we have talked about later in life once we settle down, have, you know, a few you know, quite a few years under about married, maybe swinging later in life together. But that's about it. That ain't right. Fuck that, Solo. Now I have to kill you. Because that ain't yeah. right. Because you're living the dream, fuckface. That ain't going to happen. That's craziness. That's crazy. Uh, I, 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 hey, what can I say? I, when I Don't when say I, anything. I, I just, you're pissing me off. The more you talk, they're pissing me off. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm like, man. your life is. You know something. You know you. You know why your website is not that good? Because porn has better websites, and that's the fucking thing. Sweet Kim Santos said, "Swing low, sweet chariot." <laughs> you know something. It's it's not going to get funnier than that. Hey, Josh. Here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm right. going to take my uh, first break. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk a little bit more about comedy, and we're also going to play one of our games. So you better get ready because my audience is. Well, they weren't so good at the beginning, but but they're going to get better. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we shall be right back. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. This is Jody Sloan, and I am listening to Radio Irregardless. And uh, honestly, the games were really stressful for me. I've taken a little Razapam so I can sleep tonight. You know what? I don't even know if I recommend this show. If you have any kind of anxiety disorder, um, yeah, don't. Don't even bother. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And on the Skype line is Josh Solo, a very funny comedian, new guy to the comedy scene, and we're learning so much about so many so quickly. Uh, <laughs> I get personal real quick. That's No, that's fine. That was like, no, because I. how often do I have an opportunity to ask, actually ask a question like that without seeming like a douche? I mean, it's like, it's, it's like hey, you know, how does that work? And it's, I mean, I be, I got friends who are gay, but I don't have any friends who are bas- bisexual. And, you know, gay is a choice and, well, not a choice, but well, you, yeah. you choose, <laughs> you choose your mate if you're gay and yeah. you choose your mate if you're straight. So I just wondered, how does it work when you're playing both sides? You just have more options. I'll just say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you're like the house and the fucking player. You, I, st- I still seem like a douche. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I, that's... I, that was the thing is I just it was funny because it took me a long time to grow out of the awkwardness. I, I heard her comedian once and I and I it was one of the female co- comedians and I can't think of her name right now. But she had said, first, everyone else discovers you're gay. Then you discover you're gay. Then your parents discover you're gay. Yeah. And it, it totally seemed like that because everybody had me pegged, you know, as kind of effeminate in high school. And I was a lot more flamboyant back then because I just didn't know how to handle myself and be not socially awkward and um and then i figured it out and yeah and then i eventually told my mom and dad and uh that actually went over really good and they were always very supportive of me see i would think not not to put you on the spot and i know it, it might seem that way but i'm not no no it's perfectly I, all right I i'm actually think, quite comfortable i would think to say to if you know 
like I've got a half sister is gay who's gay. Yeah. And people coming out, it's it must be one of the most difficult thing when somebody says, "Mom, Dad, I'm gay," and they go, "Oh my God!" And parents take it always weird or whatever. But to go, you know, parents never go, "Hey, Mom, Dad, I'm straight." But I would think, "Mom, Dad, I'm bi." That would be that. I don't know. Yeah, what is uh, it? my dad was kind of that way at first. Was kind of like, ah, but my mom was like, hey, whatever floats your boat. Right. <laughs> like the question is, well, because you're bi, does that mean you like? We all know what bisexual means, but it, mm-hmm. it, you like guys and girl, but that doesn't. I don't. You can. <laughs> it's, <so laughs> it's 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 funny. It's, it's funny like watching people. Yeah. Deal with it, and it's just like uh, I, I'm 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 sorry. But <laughs> I just like both. It's fun. <laughs> now I know that you 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 know that you say you're bisexual in your act, but do you do any jokes uh, other than the the one that we meant? Like, do you have any like kind of uh, or thera- To me, when I first started doing stand up comedy, it was about I was working things out personally, and that's the way I think all comics kind of hit the stage trying to. I mean, everybody gets on stage because they're missing something or they have something. In either way, they're trying to fix something. But when you get on stage, do you do you kind of work that out as a as a bit? Like, because it's funny. I mean, I'm I'm I think it's funny. The awkwardness to me is funny, but the realism is, is funny as well. I'm not tiptoeing around the fucking questions. It, I, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. No, um, it, I'm trying to formulate I, the question completely so it makes sense, Keating. <laughs> well, well, actually, the the joke I I use before I tell I'm bisexual is. Well, I went to a Bible study group, and I'm really glad I went, but not for the reason the youth pastor wanted. I ended up banging half the girls in the group. <laughs> the cherry on top, though, was the threesome I had with two of them. Wow. <laughs> and then I go into, uh, but at the same time, I discovered I like playing for both teams. <laughs> and then I tell the joke about him being on his knees. <laughs> see, see, I don't understand if you're bisexual, why you get two chicks. Because <laughs> that was fun too. I no, mean, no, no. I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm just saying it ain't fucking right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, uh, Joe, I was. It's just, amazing Josh, what girls will do for you when you when you're. How can I put this? When you're willing to go tit for tat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I should just. Oh, that. I, you know, see, I was a late bloomer. I should have just had. I should have just lied more. See, my parents raised me like a fucking Boy Scout with the ethics of a Boy Scout, but yet I still have the mind of a serial killer. I just won't do anything because <laughs> I'm a fucking afraid. Anyway, let's you know something. Let's move on since we're having right, so much fun. Right. Josh, we're gonna play a game called. If you can't say something nice, you warthog-faced <laughs> buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. That's right. If you can't say something nice, where I play a clip from a movie of somebody basically insulting somebody out or or saying something very unkind and you are playing directly against our listening audience now we have five current listeners and we have i believe uh i'm trying to see if it was on oh i don't know i think we have more listeners on my website as well but the only the people who can compete with you are the the uh, mixler audience so 
Josh, we have 10 because we're going to go. Actually, you know something? We have five. We have five because I know John okay. doesn't like to play a lot of games. But we'll see how it works because if they're starting to bury you, I'm just going to call it <laughs> digging down. <laughs> find another rock, yes. Let's, it, see, let's see how good my Netflix memory is. All right. Now, because you and I are talking Skype, um, we're not broadcasting through the website. You're calling me directly. So it's much, it's much easier and it's much faster. Some of our listening audience actually has a delay. Uh, therefore, John thinks I was tiptoeing around questions but i'm not it's his delay so here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna play the clip and you have probably about a three to seven second um head start so if you know it you can just yell it out or because you're still online you can type it as well and show off in front of our listening audience Uh, but if they type it in before you then of course you lose you get nothing Ooh, i'm gonna be sitting here with my keyboard ready to go all right so here we go josh solo versus team audience here's the first one how do you write women so well i think of a man and i take away reason and accountability (laughs) oh Uh, you can tell me (laughs) oh it's jack nicholson and oh i can't think of the movie oh kim santo just beat you kim santo just beat you with as good as it gets kim you get this i bet you do all kinds of right yes and of course josh you get this that ain't right there you go so yeah so so far it's one nothing here we go you should clone yourself why's that so you can go fuck yourself (laughs) i'll play it again is that commando no you should Ah. clone yourself why's that so you can go fuck yourself you can go. You should go clone yourself so she. Can... Oh, oh, the the, the sixth six day or something. Yes, like that. the sixth day. It is correct. When I'm right, I'm right, and when I'm wrong, I could have been right. <laughs> but I'm still right because I could have been wrong. So it's one up. It's one up. Now, of course, the audience is actually playing as a collective Borg type um, mentality. So there are five. Oh no, versus the hive you. mind. It's five. Ver- it's five versus your one. So so far, it's one up. Here we go. Third one. I teabag your fucking drum set. Oh my. <laughs> I teabag your fucking drum set. Oh, my. I oh, oh, um, Step Brothers. Yes, it is Step Brothers. When I'm right, I'm- I've never actually seen that movie. What? I've never actually seen it. Oh, and by the way, Paul, a lot of people watch The Sixth Day. Fuck it. God. Yeah, The Sixth Day was actually a pretty good movie. Well, let's not go crazy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 a whore for cheap sci-fi. It, it was a movie. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so it's so you are up too. You got Step Brothers and as and Six Day, and the audience got as good as it gets. <laughs> Not this people. All right, here we go. This one's a little tougher. You two are just dumber than bag of hammers. That <laughs> sound like you two are just dumber than bag of hammers. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It is Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. You do all kinds of right. Who knew Josh Sola was this good? A man who works at Arby's and going to be Sears. <laughs> Killing it. All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, John Keenan got it as well. All right, so, so far the audience is incapable of beating you. By You have one, two, three, three so far versus their one. This is the last one. This will determine if I'm going to play the next <laughs> next five. Here we go. You climb obstacles like old people fuck. You know that private pile? <laughs> Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. Oh, he kills it. He's killing it. You know something? I'll tell you what. 
I'm going to I'm going to put you on a delay. Yes, full metal jacket it was. It was. <laughs> so Josh, only one other player has actually swept the audience this cleanly. Four, oh. 4 to 1. I want to see how good you really are versus how good they really are. So here's okay. what I'm going to do. I am actually going to turn your volume down, play it once for the audience, and then I'm going to turn your your volume back Ooh. up. Then turn your let's see, can I do that? Let's see. Can I turn your volume down? Uh actually. Oh, I can. I I Okay. Let's see. Can you hear me, Josh? I can hear you. Okay. Watch this. Can you hear me, Josh? Yes, I can. Fuck. Okay, I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm unplugging <laughs> wires like I'm like I'm a 1940s fucking. Yeah, I I'm can like, see you as a telephone operator. I'm like, hello, ah. Klondike 5729. Here you go. There you go, Dorothy. Thank you. <laughs> um, quick, a little point of reference, bizarre reference or uh, obscure reference. Um, there was an, a telephone operator, um, a big, uh, a famous uh, telephone operator. She played one on a show called Laughing, um, and she, uh, it, before that, she did some radio or in some albums where I think it was Laughing. Yeah, it was Laughing, um, and she would say Lily Tom. Yes, one ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. That was Lily Tomlin. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah, uh, I all right. already know that one. A little before my time. Yes, and you sickened me. Once again. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go. Josh, you... Uh, right. Oh, I know what I can do. Oh. Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, I figured oh. it out, son of a bitch. Yes, I just... I muted you. Could you hear me? Uh, oh, I, I could couldn't hear you. I could totally fucking do this. Uh. I'll, I'll tell you what. Can you hear this? Hold on. Let me try this. Can you hear this? You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. You didn't hear that, did you? No, I didn't. Oh my god, I totally got it. I totally here okay. we go. Okay. Let's we go. do this. John Keating says you you were busy banging two broads. Here we go. Yes, I was. God fuck. You're in my bedroom right now. God, I hate you. I completely hate you. <laughs> I hate you. You know what I was doing? I was telling jokes where you were banging broads back <laughs> that's a whole fucking, back in the Bible study group. You, you was, <laughs> I bang my bones with you banging broads. Anyway. Here we go. I'm going to put you on mute. I'm going to play the sound, then I'm going to play it again. Here we go. See how good you are. He's on mute. Here's the sound bite. I crap bigger than you. All right. Josh, you ready? Yep. Oh. I crap bigger than you. Uh, I crap that... bigger than you. I crap uh, bigger oh, than oh, you. Um, uh, Dr. Strangelove. Nope. Uh, um, <laughs> I have I no idea. I crap bigger than you. I crap, I crap bigger than you. Uh, all I can picture is the general there from full, uh, from uh, from Doctor Strange. Love all about Eve. What the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> City Slickers is correct. Uh, uh, I John, never saw that one. John got it right. All right, since uh, I don't feel like going back and forth, let's just try this one. No one's gonna get this okay. one. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Play it again. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. It's a really, it's a really terrible movie that everybody loves to watch. Which guy, Patrick Swayze? I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Roadhouse. 
was Roadhouse. Roadhouse. It was Road. When I'm right, I'm right. Roadhouse. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So yes. I'm still right because I could have been wrong. I may split that because Kim Santo got it as well, and so did Paul. And I oh, I totally said it before they popped up. Yeah, they did. But you know something? They still. Let's say you got one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> and they got one, two and a half. So it's okay. <laughs> Schindler's List, yes. I squash them. <laughs> Schindler's List, and Paul said, too soon. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Here's one more for you. I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch. Not helping you. Oh, that one, I've never heard anything like that before. Really? They remade it. No. They remade this movie. Ooh, I've been avoiding the remakes lately. It was <laughs> they've been Kim, scaring me. It was it was John Wayne responding, and I believe it was Bobby Duvall. Yes, True Grit. Uh, Paul got it. When I'm yeah, right, I'm never right. saw that. One. Wrong, I could have been. I'll just cut to the chase. So let's see. Audience has one. I'm going to give them City Slickers two, three, four. How about this one? Hey, laser lips! Your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies. They made a sequel to that too, and it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know that one either. Play it again. Man, hey, you're... laser lips! Your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, you got me on that one. No, not Happy Feet. That's not Happy Feet, Kim. The movie came, the original movie was like 87 or 88. Yeah, True Grit. John's a little behind. Yeah, it's not True Grit again. Yeah. Yeah, it's Robert Duvall yelling at um, John Wayne. <laughs> Nobody? Really? Hey, Laser Lips? Uh, hey, Laser Lips. Your mama was a snowblower. For, for reals? I wasn't born until 1985. Oh, you're fucking kidding me! I was fu- I graduated in '86. You- <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't graduate high school till '05. Yeah, you are now my target. I'm now gonna wreck your life. <laughs> yeah. Nobody got this one. I played it three times. Really? Short circuits. You were in second grade in '85. Oh my god. <laughs> Kim Santo. She was banging two broads too in '85. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know preferences. I don't know. Uh, and here we go. The final. That was short circuit. And here's the last one. <laughs> listening? Your mother sucks fucking big fucking elephant dicks. You got that? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I'm, I know this one. I haven't seen it in like 10 years, though. I'm not playing it again. It's very offensive. <laughs> Based on everything we've said. No, it's not the super. No, it's not good, fellas. It was a Scorsese film, though. The Usual Suspects? Nope. I don't think Scorsese did Usual Suspects. No, I, I, I get them mixed up all the time. Come on. You know, you, obviously, you know it's Pesci. Yeah, I know it's Pesci. Um, He's talking to somebody over the phone. He's actually in a phone booth. Oof. The film's in black and white. Oh, I don't know it then. I He's never talking seen to Bobby De Niro. Nope, you got really? me on that one. Really? Yeah, I believe it or not, I, I, I between video games, I was a video game kid, really? so I didn't start watching good movies till I was in my twenties, and it's only been a few, you know, 
Paul, yeah. Paul got it correct with Raging Bull. I bet you do all I never kinds saw of that. Rage. You never saw Raging Bull? No, I. it's been on my to-watch list, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, goodness gracious. I know. Well, let's. It's the problem with being so young is you have to catch up with all to all the classics. Well, you know, I used to, so much time. I used to play the video game game, oh. and we ran out of titles. <laughs> so, but do, do you know this one? <laughs> He's too busy playing both sides. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sonic the Hedgehog. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. This one. Mario. Nope. A frogger. frogger. Nope. No. Pac-Man? No. Come on. No? I, I know. I it's don't know Q-Bert. this Q-Bert. It was Q-Bert. Ooh. And he'd go, uh, this was Frogger. Oh, yeah. I hate to say it. Our video games, I think, are a generation apart, too, because, like, I was Super Nintendo and stuff like that. No, my brother at Super Nintendo. He's five years yeah. old. Like, fucking guy. You know something that pisses me off? Now I'm about to go to break, and I wish you were in the studio so I could shoot you. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know. You might have some trouble with that. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, because you got your guns. Yeah, hey, but I'm Sicilian, so I'll just have to fucking stab you. You know how fast <laughs> I could draw. <laughs> just start throwing knives. That's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go on a break. I'm going to tabulate the scores. I'm going to see if Josh, in fact, did pull it off against the audience. I don't know. It was close. But you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We will be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hi, this is Mike Katrobus, and you are listening to Radio Irregular. I don't know. Irregardless, there it is, with Mark Scalia. Scalia? Is it Scalia? Is it Scalia? Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't even know why I'm on here. I obviously have nothing better to do, but you know what? Mark's a good guy, so screw it. Listen, you might have a good time. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You are back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And on the phone via Skype is Josh Solo. And Josh, um, we've gone over a bunch of different things with stand-up and stuff. But what I like to do is on our last section, our last segment with the guest, is I like to ask you about your best gig and your worst gig. Now, you've only been at it for about a year or so, but I'm sure that you have some very interesting best gig slash worst gig stories. So if you could comb through your your uh, reference database or your memory <laughs> and uh, give me your best story first and your worst gig story after because I think the worst gig is probably going to be better. <laughs> well, actually, well, actually, because uh, you've only my, been doing it a year, your, 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 oh. your worst gig, actually, actually, your best gig story might be even better than your worst gig story at this point. 
for you but again i'm sorry uh, to be honest with you i actually haven't had all that many eventful it's just either funny or not those nights and i just die of embarrassment the nights that i don't do all that hot <laughs> <laughs> but i uh recently had a really good showing at uh halligan's tavern in in Derry, new hampshire mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> i have a new joke where i talk about instagram where uh i i go uh instagram ladies and gentlemen instagram I downloaded this app on my phone the other day, and at first I was wicked confused and really disappointed. I thought it was a faster way to get weed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that killed the audience that night. I never had such a response from a joke before. A bunch of burn heads. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd been burning myself that night. Oh, you're big. Ah. (laughs) I might have been just before the show, too. (laughs) Now what 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 uh, what room was that? Was that Halligans? You said Halligans. Yeah, they actually draw a really good crowd over there a lot. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm supposed to be there in a, a next month sometime, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, and that's the best gig story. Tell me about the worst, and oh. let it be the not think about it because we've all got multiple <laughs> worst stories. There was one night back in Dover. And I think it was like two weeks before I had seen you for the first time. I had gone up on stage and there were some really drunk people in the front. And just, I don't know what the guy said to me was like, I had just done the joke about the guy blowing me. (laughs) And he goes, "Um, well, that's nothing new. And like very drunkly, very rudely right at the stage. And I just kind of stared at him, and I couldn't come up with a comeback. And I just kind of went red and just kept going off my joke. And I wish I hadn't pussied out. <laughs> just kind of fucking went, and that was it. Uh, yeah, because I was in the middle of my set, and my mind was not in the gear to respond. And he just fucked you. <laughs> well, he yeah. didn't fuck you. Well, he, yeah. you were doing a blowjob joke, and the guy fucked it. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No lube that time. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> But Josh, now now one more thing before I let you go. What do you got coming uh, coming down the pipe? I uh, the uh, I know that the summer has been kind of thin on and off for a lot of guys, a lot of comics, to just myself included. A lot of work's been drying up, and then it kind of piles up. As a matter of fact, Old Orchard Beach, which was a good room, uh, is no longer happening. I just got the email today, so all those Sunday night summer gigs are gone. Um, but what do you got coming up? How's the uh, how's the summer? I, I actually the fall have uh, Fody's Tavern next week at 9 p.m. for the contest they're doing. Okay, I'll be there. Um, that's a really important show to me. That's actually like my first legitimate contest that I've ever entered. So good for you. <laughs> yep. Watch I, out! Watch first out. time for everything. Watch out! Well, fuck know, you, right? first time for everything. Stop. You have enough first times. Fuck you. Stop it. <laughs> I got to experience a little bit of everything, man. Yeah, That's what I, life's yeah, about. It's just playing all fucking avenues. Uh, <laughs> um, sep- uh, not September, August uh, 9th, I will be out in Salisbury Beats, Massachusetts at Splash. Uh, I think that's a 9, 8 p.m. show. Oh, there's a oh, there's a club in Salisbury again. Good yeah, they you. actually just started up. Good for recently you. so you might want to give them a, um if you want yeah i'll give you the information later 
<laughs> you know, so <laughs> the, you know, fuck you. I can fuck, just fuck you. I, no, no, I, I, no, I no. I was no. trying to be, be nice. Yeah, you I, are. I you know, you come in here, you're bragging about your three things and your girls and your boys and your guns and your fucking dick. <laughs> hey, I haven't even started about Subarus yet. <laughs> yeah, tell them Josh sent you. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? I don't know. I'm going to get <laughs> fucked either way at that table. So anyway, so yeah, Salisbury, you got coming up. What else you got going um, on? <laughs> I always got my YouTube channel going on. I always got stuff popping up over there. Um, I should be on 94.7 um, on Granite State of Mind sometime in August. I'll have more information on that on my YouTube, on my uh, my Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. Um yeah, I actually, I have it pretty quiet right now with the career transition. I'm, I'm going to go out and just book myself as much as I can yeah. once I get my car a little bit more in order. Yeah, I mean, once you settle out of, you know, get out of one job and back in each Saturday. And you, would you be working nights at Sears? No, just days. No, luckily they're closed by seven, so. Oh, dude, you're sweet. Sweet. Exactly. That's out. exactly why I partly took it. Nice. Well, Josh, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I know we had uh, we had met at... Uh, at the Kara's Irish Pub when I did my live remote over the uh, in the winter, um, but I, it was this quick little interview we had. But it's great to have a, a full blown interview and talk to you and let my listeners uh, get to know you a little bit more. And if you guys are around and you go to his, well, don't go to his fucking website. It looks like a child made it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Check out my Facebook, my YouTube. Facebook my site. YouTube's my big thing. Yeah, you definitely check him out. See where he's at, and uh, he's a newer comedy gunslinger. And just like we all did, he's he's hungry. He's out there. He's working. He's picking up Salisbury gigs that I don't even fucking know about, and humping <laughs> chicks and stuff like that. But Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I'll uh, I'll see you around the club, see you, man. Thanks so much for being Have a guest. Have a good one. All right, take care. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> that was Josh Solo, everybody. Uh, very funny guy and a very good interview. That was good. I had fun with him. Uh, so now that we're uh, we're almost uh, we're getting close to the uh, the nine. Well, the shit. We're yeah, because I started late. Um, I'll promote a little bit of stuff for me um, as I I had a Sunday, but I got canceled. So this Friday, the twenty fifth of July, I will be doing a fundraiser at the Tri Town Ice Arena. Always good to work in an ice arena in the middle of the fucking summer. It'll be cool there. In Hooksett, New Hampshire, uh, the fundraiser is, uh, I actually saw the poster, but it's, uh, I think it's for autism, and we're doing it uh, for to raise a ton of money, and it's going to be a huge amount of people there. I've already seen the tickets. This Saturday, the 26th, is actually my 25th, uh, uh, 25th, my my 24th anniversary, and uh, I'm going to see if I can jump on a bunch of stages and kind of do that. And, of course, uh, this Sunday, a very big thing, um, Jokes for Joe at the Polish Political Club in Chelsea. Um, it's a fundraiser for a comedian, Joe Yanetti, who actually has uh, developed a form of throat cancer, and uh, a lot of benefits have been going on for him. Um, this is one of them, and it's uh, the show. The doors open at four. The buffet is starts at five, and the show is going to be almost two hours long, six to eight o'clock, and there's going to be tons of comics there. Um, I'm actually, I don't know if I'm performing. I know that I'm going there to show uh, some support. Um, I don't think I will be going on the stage because there's going to be way too many people there. Um, Mike Mike, McDon uh, Mike McDonald, uh, Mike Donovan, Jim LaLetta, uh, I think Lenny Clark is coming by, Johnny Peasy, tons of guys, just and, and all for a great cause because... You know, Joe's been he's been doing benefits for almost 30 years for everybody else. So it's uh, it's a very good thing that we can kind of turn around. I mean, it's 
not a good thing, but it's a good thing we can support them. It's a terrible thing we have to do a benefit for them. But um, certainly to um, to to support Joe Yanetti in this time. So, but thank you guys uh, for being uh, with me. Uh, join me next week. I'm going to be live back again. And if I can do it quick enough, I'm going to tell you who my guest is. I didn't write it down, but I know I got another fantastic guest. It's been a great time. Guys, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. See you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the term irregardless shall be sent to a work camp.